Welcome to The Real Deal, the podcast where we have honest conversations about leadership, mindset, and real estate with first gens. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and I'm a first gen myself. In this podcast, I'll share with you my journey, my challenges, my successes, and my failures. I'll also interview other first gens who are making an impact in the leadership and real estate industry and beyond. Whether you're a first gen or not, you'll find valuable insights, tips, and inspiration in this podcast. So sit back and enjoy the real deal. Hello, everyone. Hola, amigas. Welcome to another episode on the Wealthy Mindset Latina podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and today I am bringing you guys an episode that I recorded a couple weeks ago with my dear friend, Stephanie Rubio, who is the podcast host of 100% Real with Steph. We are talking about a topic that is very taboo around our culture, which is healing generational trauma. Here it is. I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good, Wendy. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so happy that I finally get you as my guest speaker for my podcast. Thank and you so much. <laughs> yeah, and for uh, today, I know you and I have been wanting to talk about a topic that's so important for listeners to hear. And the topic is around breaking generational trauma. Mm-hmm. So we'll dig into that in just a minute. I'm just so excited that we get to spend some time together. Um, I want you to give us just a little bit of an introduction and tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your podcast and really just what brings you passion to be able to do all of these amazing things that you're doing. So I'll yeah, just, yeah I'll let you tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so yes, my name is Stephanie. I am from Oceanside, California. Um, so I'm California born and raised. And um, so yes, I have a podcast called 100% Real with Steph. And I started this podcast um, about three years ago. Um, so um, and the reason why I started this podcast, um, because I I would uh, go to work in Orange County. And so from where I live to Oceanside to Orange County, it's a drive. And so I would listen to a bunch of podcasts during that my drive time. And it really inspired me to uh, start a podcast. And so with this podcast, um, it pretty much it's centers a lot about a different things. So whether it's from like dating, relationships, careers, um, pop culture, um, just a variety of topics. And pretty much the goal is that these topics uh, spark a conversation with listeners. And also the theme of the podcast is to be, um, to have real conversations, but also to be your unique and authentic self. Um, And so for me, what I'm passionate about, I'm, well, I'm passionate about a lot of different things. Um, but I'm passionate at this moment about, um, you know, creating community and connecting with others. And um, I'm also a big, big fan of um, right now of like self-healing. Um, so right now in the uh, for 
this season for the podcast, it's been the theme of this season has been about um, healing and, you know, healing in a different, um, in many different areas. So whether it's like healing within relationships, uh, generational trauma, um, and also too like to inspire listeners about, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and do what makes you happy. Um, so I'm, you know, excited to share this podcast with everyone and hope that, you know, to any listeners out there to um, take a listen and, and be part of the conversation. That's awesome. That is so uh, great that you're able to do this. I've listened to your podcast. I always enjoy listening to it. Um, <laughs> building community and being able to talk about things that a lot of us tend to hold back on talking about because the way I see it with the way our generation has been able to handle things and break away from the generational traumas from our parents' past, um, I see it as re- either all of us are either repeating a cycle of a generational trauma mm-hmm. or are carrying the burden of breaking the cycles. So yeah. your podcast is so inspiring because it talks about topics and you really are just being honest about the conversations that you're having Mm-hmm. And um, bringing these topics up to the forefront of what we're going through and how we, yeah. yeah, how we're handling things because we're literally making our own path. Nobody really mm-hmm. kind of gave us guidance. So, um, which let's jump into talking about what is generational trauma? What is it? Because a lot of us don't necessarily understand it. Um, yeah. what, do you, what do you say about, yeah about that aspect of defining what it what is it what is generational trauma yeah so generational trauma uh, trauma is um so you know whenever like ourselves or like our parents or grandparents experience like traumatic events so you know like for example like um being living in an environment where it was like a war zone or like um natural disasters um and um, also, I mean, besides like that, I think also what generational trauma is, is that maybe like, you know, uh, like someone that lived in an environment where in a home where let's say there was uh, an absent parent um, or like a parent mm-hmm. that was like neglectful um, or even just like living in poverty or like dealing with like racism can also be generational trauma. And so these traumatic events create stressors that are passed down uh, from generation to generation. So just like, you know, our hair color and eye color and skin color is passed down, these stressors are uh, passed down as well. Um, And it can have like a physical and mental effect um, on us as well. So, you know, if we had like a grandparent that lived in an environment where they dealt with like physical abuse and that grandparent is, you know, he experiences like anger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that anger can be passed down to the parent and they can experience like anger issues and then it can be passed down to the child. 
Um, so that's just like a little example of, yeah. of trauma. And so, yeah. and also creates like these a low, like it can also create low self-esteem and like PTSD or like difficulty with like trusting others. Um, so yeah, those are just some examples of, of generational trauma and I'll, I'll touch base um, more on that in a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Um, well, when I came to realize that, that this was something that as first generation Americans, uh, most of us tend to kind of deal with issues, but don't necessarily understand it sometimes mm-hmm. until we talk about our, our problems and what's been going on in our lives and why we have these stressors and why we become the person, the, the, the person that we are who is trying to deal with um, a lot of emotional issues, lack of mm-hmm. confidence. Typically, I see it as uh, a way that we kind of block these things that are, you know, that we were kind of raised with and our parents who pretty much did everything for us and their their traumas weren't healed. So mm-hmm. as I speak for my childhood, I remember most of the time it was, there was never really a lot of like encouragement for me to feel yeah. special. It was, and it was hard, but then when I started healing, I started seeing the, I started seeing where it was coming from. Like it wasn't, it wasn't my healing. Like even if I mm-hmm. wanted to heal, there was just so much behind it. So a little background, uh, my grandparents came here to the States when uh, it's like it was like d- during the mid to late 60s um, with five kids at the time. And my mom is the sixth child and she was born here uh, in California. And so uh, growing up, uh, from what I can recall, <laughs> um, my childhood, it was it was good. However, there were there were challenges um, so my parents got married uh, pretty young <laughs> at 20. Um, they had me young as well. And, um, I was also their only child for about eight years until like my brothers came along. So there's like these big age gaps, you know, with my siblings, yeah. but, um, you know, for the first like eight years, you know, we've, um, I think as parents, I think looking back, you know, they, they really did what they could. I just do remember that growing up, you know, when it was just me and then, you know, after they had my siblings, I noticed this um, pattern of, of them financially uh, struggling. And so growing up and seeing that, that really affected me. And I think it just made me uh, have this scarcity mindset as well. Because like my parents grew up in a, an environment where they had a scarcity mindset, and so money for me, I was like, <laughs> I was saving that, you know. And so whatever like little dollar that I got from, you know, because my grandparents, you know, when I went to go visit them, they would, uh, you know, give me some money, you know, like two dollars or whatever. They're like, oh, for like ice cream or something, and I would right. save that, you know. <laughs> um, so. And I think that also goes back to like my grandparents, you know, when they came, they, they didn't really have anything either, you know, so 
you know, they immigrated here, you know, for a new life. And, um, you know, I do recall that my grandparents, when they first came to, they actually moved to LA and they lived in downtown LA for a bit in a one bedroom apartment with uh, five kids at the time. And, and then they, you know, when my mom was born, um, they moved to, um, you know, what we call like the hood, you know, so they they live there. Um, They still live there. (laughs) And, um, you know, I did grow up there as well for just a little brief period of my life. Um, But it's just like, you know, the, the things of the patterns that my grandparents experience and that my parents experience as well, you know, whether it's like that financial aspect of it, but also like, the parent aspect of, as well, because growing up, I, I've always had a complex relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think when you become a parent, like nobody knows, you know, like there's no instruction manual to, to be a parent. Right. And um, so when my parents had me, like this was all new to them. Right. And so, and they didn't really have the support um, or guidance on to becoming a parent. So, um, and I think part of it's too, is because like their parents weren't really there, you know, not because that their parents didn't want to is because, you know, whether their parents, you know, were out working to provide. Um, and so that in a way affects, you know, me in a way. Um, and so I felt like I wasn't seen by my parents, which was really tough. And, um, I was actually having this conversation with my mom a couple of weeks ago where we were having this conversation and I remember my mom was, she kind of like cut me off, you know, and she's all like, all right, I, are you done? You know? And yeah. a part of me, it triggered me and I wasn't expecting to like cry or anything, but it, the reason why I cried because it triggered my inner child yeah, because I wasn't seen. And, you know, we were having this conversation afterwards and she was telling me, like, my parents weren't there, you know, like her parents did the same thing. Right. And so, um, you know, we did have an honest conversation about that. And, you know, just like reflecting a lot of things about my childhood. And, you know, of course, there were there were good moments um, Mm -hmm. from what I can recall. But, you know, we did go through a lot as a family. Um, and we went through these trials and challenges, but after so many years, I mean, we're still here standing. Um, but I think, you know, I've been on this path of breaking generational trauma for the last year or so. And then I start connecting like the patterns of like why things Mm -hmm. are the way they are within the family, not just within like my immediate family, but within the extended family as well. Right. Absolutely. I think the patterns are there. We can see it back to when our grandparents were probably children to when mm-hmm. they became parents and how they raised our, our, our parents now, you know, yeah. the traumas that they went through. Um, I think every generation's traumas look a little different. I think back mm-hmm. when I, I'm already trying to picture, like, I don't know much of my family history. Like, there's a lot of things that got lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my parents did immigrate here, and I know that they struggled a lot to even get 
the approval from their parents. So it was almost like they went against everything that they once had. And they didn't even know if their parents were ever going to welcome them back if they ever made it back. So they had to deal with that trauma of leaving everything that they knew to be able to go into a country where they were just looking for a new opportunity. But when they got here, I mean, it was obviously like most immigrants, you know, we come into a community where there's poverty, there's, uh, there's racism mm-hmm. back in those days. And so they have to be able to, you know, adjust to this new culture and then trying to raise children. They were trying to raise us and trying to keep yeah. us alive. So I think that was their, the main job for them. It was their priority was to be able to bring us food to the table, keep a roof over our head. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily focus on like making sure we were emotionally able and sustainable to become and grow up to be confident human beings because, uh, grow- yeah, it was just one of those things. And now because that stability wasn't in them, they weren't able to provide it to us. Mm-hmm. And at this generation, we're going through several issues. Now it looks different. It, yeah. but. Similar, I mean, similar in some sort of ways because it is still emotional trauma, mm-hmm. not more so physical anymore. Burnout, people pleasing is definitely just from my experience. I've had yeah. to really figure that out as to why I was being the person that I was and not being happy. And mm-hmm. it really just came down to exactly what you were saying, that the patterns are there. And it's, it's, it's something that we all need to be aware of because now the traumas are different the healing process is so important definitely yeah absolutely so i think that we've um we've talked about pretty much clarifying what it is to heal generational traumas um Mm -hmm. what would you share with anyone who is carrying the burden of being the first like you and i just being that first one to acknowledge it and also the one to Take the courage, the initiative to break it, to break yeah. the cycle. Yeah. I think when you're, you know, breaking generational trauma, it, it does feel really lonely. Um, and, um, I think at times, like when you're out breaking generational trauma, you may feel like the black sheep in the family. And yeah. so, you know, when, you know, being the black sheep in the family, it doesn't feel good. And, you know, people say like, oh, it's a curse, you know, to be the black sheep. But, you know, I think how I'm seeing it as I'm going through this healing journey is that it is a blessing because we are breaking these cycles. And, you know, you also probably, you know, you feel like the weight, the burden, right, that you have to do this. But Mm -hmm. uh, just know that when it comes to breaking these uh, cycles is that, um, you know, you may feel like you're, you know, responsible for breaking like the cycle for your grandparents or for your parents or for your aunts, uncles, you know, that, but just know that do this healing for you and don't, don't feel like you have to carry the responsibility to go heal like everybody else in the family. And that may sound selfish, but you know, can't help people that don't want to be helped and also just know that you know when you're on this journey of healing people are going to take a note of that they're going to see um and so when they see that 
they're going to most likely or hopefully feel inspired to, you know, that they recognize that and that they're like, you know what, I see that they're healing. Let me, let me go on that journey too. Right. And so, I mean, it's like, I don't want to say it's like planting the seed, like the seeds. I mean, it kind of is, but you know, I think when, when you heal, Mm -hmm. you, you show up differently, you glow differently. Right. And so people are going to see that and take a note of that. And they're going to be like, Hmm, I want to see what she's or he's doing, you know, on this journey. And, um, also too, I do want to add that when, you know, carrying on this journey or going on this journey, excuse me, um, we may feel resentment and we may feel anger towards our parents or grandparents or certain family members. Right. And, you know, through this journey, especially since I've been going to therapy, you know, I went to therapy for like one thing and it ended up, you know, through this journey of like generational trauma because (laughs) of what led to why I'm there. I'm in therapy, but anyways, um, you know, I've learned, and this is what I was taught from my therapist is that give everyone the grace, give everyone empathy and compassion because everyone was trying their best and they did what they could. And so I remember when I was having this conversation with my mom, I was, I felt angry because I was like, why do I have to carry this weight, this trauma? And, you know, I was like, well, gee, thanks, you know, mom, dad, (laughs) gee, thanks, grandma, grandpa. But then that's where my therapist stopped me. And he's like, hey, give everyone the grace. And that made me really like stop in my tracks and be like, okay, because our parents and grandparents were once kids, right? And they had to um, deal with expectations that were set on them. And they went through their own stuff. And we also have to remember that at the end of the day, before our parents and grandparents became who they are, right? They were pe- they're people. At the end of the day, they're humans. They have these emotions. They have these dreams. They have these fears. Um, and so we have to really take that into consideration. And so I think once you start giving everyone the grace and compassion, um, right. I really believe that that's where like healing begins. Absolutely. That was so beautiful. Grace and compassion. I think that those two, those two things right there to be able to just accept it for yourself, but also know that you have to be able to give it to those as well who probably never really healed. I mean, our parents, mm-hmm. I feel like we're put in a spot where we're in, we're that generation that's breaking it, right? We're doing the work, but we have to give them some grace and compassion because they did what they could Mm -hmm. to keep us here to, to do the best that they could. The beautiful thing about our generation that I love is that we have the power to break these cycles. Oh yeah. Follow our dreams to be able Mm -hmm. to go into therapy yeah, and accept it and break that stigma around it and around mental health and and heal ourselves. And yes, absolutely. Focus on healing ourselves before we can even try to heal others. I mean, there's no way, you know, that we're going to heal all of the trauma that has happened. But yeah, we can definitely start by healing ourselves and 
I know you don't have children yet, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that when you do, you're going to give them all the love and understanding. Yeah. And that's how it has been with my children. You know, I have three of them. Mm-hmm. So every day I do something that I wish I would have had when I was at their age. And yeah. it's just the simple things that even just saying, I love you. You're mm-hmm. special. I love you. I'm here for you. Whatever you're going through, just understand that I am here for you and that you're important to me. Just mm-hmm. basic, simple words like that, that I wish I would have heard more often growing up. And yeah. yeah, just simple things like that to be able to just put that wall <laughs> where it's like, it's going to stop right here. Yeah. And it's going to stop with us. So I think that, you know, just seeing your work and just the way that you're projecting um, your passions through your podcast, what kind of person do you feel like you're becoming by breaking the generational traumas in your own life? Wow, yeah, that's a really good question. I think, well, I, I will say that the person that I am today is, I feel like it's a completely different Stephanie than I was like maybe 10, 12 years ago. Um, I feel like on this journey of um, healing and, you know, breaking these traumas, I feel like this is, sounds kind of cheesy, but I feel like I'm my ancestors, like wildest dream, you know, coming true. Right. <laughs> and so um, I feel like, you know, I'm the person that, you know, my grandparents or ancestors, like, you know, were mm-hmm. expecting to see down the family line. And so, yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to be the best version that I can every day. And, you know, like you said that, you know, with, with children, hopefully, you know, I, I get to have a family someday and, you know, like creating these healthy, um, cycles with my future children, you know, like you said, you know, like by, you know, simply saying, I love you every day or like, you know, I'm here for you. Um, and of course I would love to give my children, you know, everything that, you know, I, I didn't get to have growing up, you know? Right. And, um, so that is, that is something that, you know, I, I look forward to, uh, and also that to let them know that they're loved and that, um, you know, I think that is something that, again, I'm super excited. And, um, so, yeah. And, you know, as, as, humans, we're going to continue to grow and change. And, you know, I know this Stephanie uh, in 10 years is going to probably be a little different, maybe more, you know, with a lot more growth in uh, certain areas of life. And so um, I think change is a really great thing. And, you know, when we're breaking these cycles, we're creating these uh, healthy changes, healthy new habits. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think even though we can't heal everything that has passed, like ultimately, if you see it in some sort of way, when you heal yourself, you're kind of healing your mother, you're healing Mm -hmm. your grandmother, and you're also healing your future daughter. Yeah. I mean, it really, yeah, it heals a lot of people around you, even though you, you know, you're probably doing the work to do it. And and you get to glow and show and your mom sees it, your grandmother mm-hmm. sees it. They know mm-hmm. that you're that generation that they wish they would have yeah. been. And 
it ultimately brings them joy in their lives. I see it as well with my mom. I I know that she's now looking at me being more creative mm-hmm. and trying different things, stepping out yeah. of my comfort zone. And I know that she's not ever probably going to say a lot, but she's definitely watching me. So mm-hmm. I know that simply by doing that, she'll make a couple of comments here and there and she'll she'll catch up onto that. And also, too, like when it comes to, you know, uh, breaking generational trauma and healing, like also it can feel like, you know, you're not going to heal this like, you know, within a day or within like a couple of months. You know, it does. It is a journey and I feel like it's a lifelong journey. Um, but, you know, like you said, you you um, put it out very well, like, you know, like I'm we're not just healing ourselves, but like you said, like our mothers or our grandparents, you know, our dads, you know, and like, you know, like you said, it's not just like, you know, they may not tell us, you know, directly like, Oh, Stephanie, you look, you're glowing or Stephanie, you look happier, you know, but they'll take, they'll take a note of it. Right. And so, um, you know, I think, um, I also want to share that, you know, yesterday was, um, was my grandpa's birthday. And so, um, my grandpa specifically has gone through a lot of trauma. And so I got to actually spend time with my grandparents um, a couple years ago and they don't live like right around the corner. So I hardly get to see them, but you know, after spending time with them, I got to learn more about my grandparents and my, my grandpa specifically and his childhood and what he'd gone through. And, you know, what he shared with me, I was like, Oh, aha, that, that makes sense, you know, why things, why we are the way we are within the family. Um, but I think for me on this journey, like I'm healing my grandpa too, because, Absolutely. you know, he, like I said, he went through a lot and, you know, I think he's still like till this day, like he's like, oh, like this is what I had to go through and blah, blah, blah. And, but I feel like, you know, you can't erase trauma, you know, um, we can minimize it. Um, but, you know, like you said, we are the cycle breakers. And I'm so glad that this topic of generational trauma is being um, more talked about, you know, within the last couple of years. And I know there's been a few movies about generational trauma that has come out recently, like Encanto or like Everything right. Everywhere All at Once and Turning right. Red. And were so, these movies when we were little girls? Right. I still love these movies just because. My inner child loves these movies probably more than my four-year-old. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, I love Encanto, and you know, I thought it was going to be like, oh, this cute little musical movie, and then I end up like crying afterwards, you know. And I was just like, wow, that really hit home. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that you know this is being talked about, and I'm glad that we can continue the conversation of generational yeah. trauma and you know how we can heal from it. Right. And, also, just know that, you know, it's never too late to heal from from generational trauma, you know, and you can start today, you know, and um, just know that when it comes to healing, like healing isn't linear, right? Um, right? But just know that by breaking generational trauma, you're like, you put it, you said it very well, um, Wendy, about like, you're healing future generations, 
and so it's um i think it's amazing so it's very it beautiful is. awesome i love talking with you about this i know you're just so down to earth and Aww. you just have such a great spirit and i know we've become like really good friends i want to continue to be able to bring these top topics up front for our audiences and I just want to thank you for taking your time to join me today. And thank you. if you have any last words um, on how to, we can find you on uh, Instagram or social media and your podcast, how do we find you, Stephanie? Yes. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, for, for having me. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Um, so my podcast is called 100% Real with Stuff. Um, my Instagram is at 100 Real with Stuff. And you can find my podcast either on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and or Google Podcasts as well. Um, so yeah, and if I look forward to for everyone listening to that, you know, my podcast, but also, um, Wendy, I do want to say I, I I love your podcast as well. And I think you're amazing. And I'm so glad that yeah. we met through uh, Courage Driven Latina. So Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and we were able to connect instantly. Um, yes. I will provide uh, the links to your social media and to your podcast on the notes provided below. Thank you again, Stephanie, for coming on. The Thank you for having me. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Real Deal podcast with me, Wendy Acosta. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something valuable that you can apply to your own life and business. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite platform. It really helps me reach more people and share my message. You can also follow me on social media and visit my website for more resources and tips on how to become a successful real estate leader. Until next time, remember you are the real deal and you have what it takes to achieve your goals. Stay positive, stay focused, and stay tuned for the next episode of the Wendy Acosta Real Deal Podcast. Bye for now.